Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. When first created, the trees were given a challenge to stay awake for seven days and seven nights. The first day and night were easy. All the plants and trees stayed wide awake. They managed the second night too. By the third night, however, many of the smaller plants and some of the trees were dropping off. At dawn, on the eighth day, only the cedar, pine, fir, hemlock, holly, laurel and spruce remain awake. You have endured, a voice said, and you shall receive a gift. All the other plants and trees will lose their leaves and sleep each winter. You, however, can be trusted with a special role. You will never lose your leaves. You will provide shelter to the birds during the harshest winds and you will remind the people that even during the darkest times, something remains. You shall be the evergreens. Welcome to this episode of The Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. I am your host and rapt that you have chosen to spend this time with me again. Today, I wanted to dive into this idea of winter. Now, we are heading into the dark depths of winter and our winter solstice or Yule for those in the Southern Hemisphere. But winter doesn't necessarily have to be just about what's happening outside in our environment. I think we live in a world where we feel like we always have to be in a state of blossoming and spring all the time. We're always coming up with new ideas and vibrant and creative. And when we suddenly lose that mojo for some reason, we start to kind of wonder or get worried about what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? Why why am I not as motivated? Why am I not as cheery? Why am I not coming up with ideas in 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 what I should be doing in my life. But when we look at the cycle of the seasons, and we love to, you know, I love to talk about how important it is to always take our lessons from nature. Each season plays its role. And in winter, although there is a lot of dormancy and we don't see many leaves growing on trees and there's not much growth happening above the ground, the trees are resting. They're regenerating, they're searching deep into the earth and soaking up all the nutrients and the water that comes from the rains. And then they gather their strength. And what happens to the plants in spring? They burst forth with all these new life of leaves and flowers and so on. And so what I wanted to talk about today is not just how we handle winter, as in that season of winter, but how we handle winters in our lives. Now, a winter in your life could exist for a couple of hours when you're feeling a bit flat. It could be a week. It could be a period. It may even be a few years. And these times are a time when we can either beat ourselves up because we're not blossoming or 
we can lean back in to what we need to do in order to nourish ourselves and nurture ourselves and get ready, knowing that the wheels of life will turn and our time to blossom again will come. After every winter there is a spring. But if we haven't gone through that cycle, even taking it back to autumn, if we haven't let go of the old stuff, if we haven't given ourselves time to rest, then we can't bring in the new and we can't be at our fullest in our summers. So today what we're going to do is we're going to be looking at seven different evergreen essential oils, which I really, really love and adore. And I think these are a really great one for us to lean into. If you are in the Southern Hemisphere, then definitely call upon these oils to support you and to guide you during these cold months if you are feeling a bit kind of down or, you know, it's very cold and windy outside here today and I'm all rugged up and trying my best to stay warm. But it's hard to be chipper and cheery when you look outside and it is so kind of dull and miserable. But you may be in the Northern Hemisphere and just having a rough time. And you can lean into the trees, the big evergreen trees at this time as well. Now, these essential oils can be gifted from two parts of the plants. They can be gifted from the wood. So we look at the big ones like arborvitae and cedarwood uh, kind of give us those oils. And then we've also got from the leaves of the needles. So we look at the spruces and the firs and different things like that. So we're going to take a bit of a journey through them today. And the first one I wanted to talk about was black spruce. Now, black spruce actually grows on what they call the crown of the planet. It grows up in um, in Northern America, up in Canada. And if you imagine kind of this forest of all these beautiful tall trees over this one little section of the earth, it would look like a crown if we could kind of magnify them in that way. You know, these are this is a really magical tree that I have a great love for. It's one of my favorite essential oils. One of the hints on what this will support you in is it comes in its Latin name. Its Latin name is Picea Mariana. And that Mariana is a reference to Mother Mary, this big celestial mother. And there can be times when we're going through a winter where we can feel rather alone, rather disconnected, that no one cares about us, everyone else is worried about their own business, and no one's even kind of clapping for you. But this is the beautiful thing about spirituality. As we explore spirituality, we start to explore this sense of oneness, that we are connected to not just the people, but to the trees and to the animals, and then our spiritual team of angels and guides. And to be honest with you, yesterday I was actually feeling a little bit lonely, kind of a couple of people were like, oh, I can't catch up with you, oh, I can't do this, and oh, blah, 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 and all that kind of thing. I'm like, oh, and I just kind of wanted someone to talk to and couldn't find someone to talk to. And I went to yoga and was laying in Shavasana and there working, I, I like to grab my oils and put them on me just at the start of Shavasana. I was inhaling the black spruce and my angel guides came to me and, and three angels seemed to hang around with me a lot and they made themselves more apparent. And, and it was just kind of that kind of presence of like, oh, I'm not alone in that way. So black spruce, whenever I meditate with black spruce, especially when I first get a brand new oil, I really kind of submerge myself in it in as many ways as possible. I use it as much as I can. So I'm really getting to know it. And I remember when I first started working with black spruce, the mantra, and I've got some different mantras for you today. The one that black spruce gave to me is the universe has my back. 
The universe has my back. What if whatever you're going through right now in your life, you knew that you're not alone and that the universe has your back and that this is all part of the plan? This is all part of the story. This is all part of your movie. This is all part of your destiny. But that you're being supported along that way. And, you know, in every hero story, there's trials and tribulations. In every movie, there's that conflict or that drama. But eventually it heads somewhere. And that's what Black Spruce is here to remind you of. It's that you are always supported by the universe. To look a bit further than maybe the people in your life. Because the challenge with other people is they've got their own struggles. And sometimes their struggle distracts them from worrying about your struggle. Which is only fair. So this is a beautiful essential oil. It can be used in many different ways, either aromatically or topically. So what are my recommendations for this one? This is a great one to pop in the diffuser when you feel that you need that support, when you're feeling a little bit lonely. It's a beautiful one if you need a bit of respiratory support, if you're feeling a bit congested and it's hard to breathe life in. I love, you know, I love all the oils I'm going to talk about today, all go in my diffuser one one or the other, in the afternoon, that winding down. I go for a walk in nature in the morning, and then I don't always get outside much during the day. And so it's my it's my second dose of nature in the afternoon. And I'd really recommend on days you can't be out in nature, the oils that I'm going to talk about today, they're the ones to go in your diffuser. Then, this is also a really great one topically. If you've got any dark spots on your body or on your face that you'd like to eliminate, a bit of black spruce incorporated in with lotion or moisturizer is really beneficial. But where I love and where I really learn to love black spruce is with exhaustion and fatigue. It is a really supportive one both in the diffuser, on the soles of the feet when you get into bed, and anointed over the adrenals as well. So again, sometimes not only do we feel lonely, but we feel depleted and defeated. And this is where Black Spruce just comes and goes, it's okay, I got your back. We're going to get through this. It's all going to be fine. It really enshrouds you in that. You see, what Black Spruce does is it kind of opens us back up to the bigger wonders of the universe. Black Spruce to me is so much resonant with the starlit sky, which, you know, a lot of the time, I don't know if you've experienced this, but I know for me, when I get out and look at the stars, there's this sense of awe or wonder or expansiveness of like, wow. It puts a lot in perspective, as many of the evergreen trees do. And this is a really great one for just helping you to fall back in love with life and know that this is all just part of the plan. A movie would be rather boring if there wasn't any ups and downs and drama and challenges and that type of thing. And this is your life. In fact, I listened to a really amazing TED Talk um, when I was going for a walk uh, earlier this week, and it was talking about life transitions, These are things like changing job, moving house, changing partner, divorces, new relationships, having kids, all those types of things. And basically what his research had found is that we will spend half of our adult life going through a challenge, being in a challenging situation where we're not, where we haven't got all our ducks in a row, where we'll be changing from being in a relationship to a single or you know, changing and learning how to do a new job or having to reconstruct something or a major injury or any of that kind of thing. Half of our adult life will be in flux, in states of uncertainty, nervousness and fear about the unknown. And so can you see how we're going to spend half our life in winters? Half of our adult life in winters. 
And so this is when we can reach for these oils. And, and black spruce is a really great one. So if you're feeling exhausted, if you're feeling lonely, if you've lost your sense of magic or magic with the world, then I'd really recommend you lean in to black spruce. The next oil and tree I'd like to talk to you about is the Douglas fir. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, you probably know that I'm really passionate about doTERRA essential oils. And one of the reasons I really love them is that primarily they source their oils from where nature intended. There are a few exceptions and Douglas fir is actually one of these exceptions. Of course, Douglas fir is native to North America. However, some bright spark a few decades ago thought we should bring Douglas fir trees down to New Zealand because they might grow quite well and we can use them for wood and lumber. And so they did. And they were right. They did grow well in New Zealand. In fact, they grow about 25 times faster than they do in their natural habitat. The problem with a lot of these conifers is their needles are really acidic. And as they drop to the ground, they basically make the soil acidic and they stop other trees and plants from growing. And so if you've ever walked through like a pine forest or a spruce forest or that type of thing, a lot of the time there's not much undergrowth because of those needles killing everything off. And so what happened where these um, Douglas fir trees were first planted, they became a weed because not only did their needles fall to the ground and kill everything off, but because they're growing so quickly, they would come to cone and those cones would drop and it would just keep spreading. And so a lot of the native... um, landscape was getting kind of killed off or a lot of the natural um, flora was getting killed off because of this and so what doTERRA has teamed with is different organizations within New Zealand to actually chop these trees down before they go to cone to stop the spread so basically stopping this they weed them out and then of course what are you going to do with all these trees well we're going to steal the needles and get a beautiful essential oil that will benefit people all around the world And that's Douglas fir. Now, Douglas fir has this beautiful, fresh, green aroma. Again, black spruce is a bit more kind of dark and mystical, whereas this one is a lot more refreshing. And there's a couple of stories that I want to share with you back from North America. And what I was really blessed to is when I was in the Yosemite National Park, staying there for a holiday, about five years now, I got to learn a few different stories about the Douglas fir. You see, there was once upon a time, there was a big wildfire going through the forest. And Mother Mouse was trying to find a safe place for all her children. She ran up to the bear and said, Bear, bear, can you help me? I I need to save my children from the fire. Bear was too frantic and worried about himself. He said, I can't help you. I've got to get away from this fire. So Mother Mouse ran up to the um, wolf. Wolf, wolf, can you please help me? I've got to get away from this fire. I can't help you. Ow, ow, can you help me from this fire? I think the voices might be changing. Sorry. Um, Can you help me get away from this fire and help my babies too? I can't help you. I've got to get away from the fire. Eventually, the fire raged closer and closer. And Mother Mouth and all her little babies and their little legs just couldn't run fast enough to get away from the fire. Eventually, she started to accept what was going to happen. And she's just started to cry at the base of a Douglas fir tree. And just as she started to cry, the Douglas fir whispered to her, Get all your children to climb up into my branches and hide within my cones. And there the fire will pass and they will be safe and saved. And right now, what I'd love you to do, if you have access to a computer, don't do this if you're driving, but I'd love you to Google Douglas Fir Cone. 
And what you'll see is a normal kind of pine cone kind of comb. But what you'll see is you'll see the baby mice's tail and hindquarters coming out of the comb. So this was such a really beautiful story, which again brings in that protective and nurturing nature of the evergreens and definitely Douglas fir. There is also a practice that happens in parts of North America with the First Nations people, where when a child is born, they will take the umbilical cord and they'll split a sapling, a small young tree of a Douglas fir, and they'll wrap and intertwine that sapling with that umbilical cord. And that tree will be almost become like the spirit tree or the totem tree of that individual. And whenever they need help in their life or they need solace or just need to be out in nature, they go to their tree. So you may not have that particular tree for you in your life, but Douglas fir has that energy of protecting you from the fire, of reassuring you that everything will be okay. Its green aroma kind of has, it's great throughout the winter, but at the same time really reminds you that don't worry, better times will come. There is a spring and to remember and to have, hold that vision of the spring. Whereas black spruce really just holds you in the winter, Douglas fir reminds you that there is a spring around the corner and to hold that faith as well. It can be a beautiful one again, diffuse in the afternoon or diffuse throughout the night. It can be used topically. It's not one I use a lot topically. I just love it in a diffuser. It's, if you need a bit more of a mood elevation, it mixes beautifully with citrus oils. Grapefruit or bergamot are really great ones. And of course, the citrus oils really help to lift your mood as well. So if you just feel unprotected, if you feel unsafe, if you're feeling threatened, if you're feeling like you're falling behind, if you're feeling like um, th there's no way forward, then... Lean into Douglas fir. Allow Douglas fir to nurture you and protect you. Think about those baby mice hiding in those cones. The fire would have been raging below them and they would have been scared for their lives. What will happen? Who knows? But cradled inside that cone, they knew they were safe. How can you relate to that? Have you ever experienced a time when there's been danger all around? It may not have been true danger, like a raging wildfire. It may have just been perceived danger, like some money worries or relationship worries or a conflict at work or somewhere else in your life. But how would it be if while that's happening, you still feel safe, that again, you knew that someone was looking after you? And that's what the spirit of Douglas Fir can really help you to do. So I'd really encourage you to lean into that one whenever you need that feeling of nurturing and safety and protection. The next oil I want to talk to you about is the cypress oil. Again, this is another oil gifted from the leaves or the needles of the cypress tree. And again, there's a beautiful myth about this one. It's all story time today. And some of these stories you may have heard me tell before, but I hope that you get a little bit out of them each time or a little bit more. So this we, we hop over now into Europe and the Greeks and the Romans have these beautiful stories about the origins of many, many trees. And this one starts with a beautiful young prince named Suprasios, gorgeous young man, whose lifelong companion had been a stag deer. And he and the stag deer would go out into the forest each day and explore and journey and spend time together. Now one day, while in the forest, Suprasios came across the god Apollo, the god of the sun, beauty, victory, music and the arts. 
And over time, Apollo and Suprasios became really quite fond of each other and would spend more and more time together. Now one day they were in the forest and they were throwing javelins, seeing who could throw it the furthest. Because that's what boys did before they had computer games. Anyway, on this particular throw, Suprasios pulled back his arm with all his beautiful glistening muscles in the sun and looked behind him to make sure Apollo was looking at him and watching him and thrust his javelin forward with all his might, not looking at where he was aiming. That javelin went straight through the heart of his beloved stag deer, bringing it to its knees and dying almost immediately. Suprasius could not believe what he had done. He couldn't bear to be on this earth anymore, knowing that he had just killed his lifelong stallion, its uh, companion. And so he asked Apollo, please, let me go into the underworld, remembering that the Greeks and the Romans believe that we enter the underworld when we die. Please let me go into the underworld and be with my stag deer. I cannot bear to be on this earth without him. But as I mentioned before, Apollo and Suprasios, being lovers, were so close as well, and Apollo did not want to lose Suprasios. And so what Apollo did is he turned Suprasios into the cypress tree whose roots would submerge deep, deep into the earth, into the underworld. But if you see a cypress tree, you'll notice that they often kind of point, they they grow upwards and they point up towards the heavens, towards Mount Olympus, where Apollo could always be close to Suprasios as well. So Cypress very much has a connection to a big winter in our lives, and that winter is death. Now, that may be the death of ourselves, and that is said to be the final winter, obviously. But also, you know, it can be the death of someone who we care about. It can also be the death of a relationship. It's that ending point. It's the death of a job. The end of an era. The death of an era. The death of, you know, an actor or a singer or someone you've always admired. We, we are constantly in a state the natural world and life in general. Things are being reborn. Things are dying all the time. We die every night when we go to bed because that is the death of that day. And then we're reborn the next day, fresh and anew, with new potential. And what Cyprus allows us to do is to accept that. Because as humans, we love and find comfort in stability. And I can definitely relate to that, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But to kid ourselves to think that everything will always be stable and everything will be stationary is simply foolish. And so Cyprus is there to allow us to just accept the flow. If Cyprus could give you some advice, it would encourage you to just go with the flow and trust the process. To know that as you let go of one thing, you shall grab hold of the next. And although cypresses and monkeys have very little to do with each other, there is a kind of an energetic link. Because if you ever have the opportunity, either in real life or just watching on a video, to watch a monkey swing through the trees, there's normally a moment where they let go of one branch in order to grab hold of another. And that keeps that forward motion of them swinging throughout the canopy. So Cyprus allows us to do that. It allows us to go with that flow. 
to let go of things, to know when it's time for something to die, when it's time to say goodbye. And sometimes, even when you watch a monkey swinging through those branches, there is a moment where they let go of one branch and they haven't yet grabbed hold of the next. There's that trust. And that moment right there, that's the scary bit for us. When we go, I'm leaving my partner. I'm quitting my job. I'm committing to something. And we're like, I don't know what's going to happen. And then we grab another branch. And sometimes the branches are better trees and sometimes they're not so better. But then what we do is we just keep on swinging until we keep on improving. And hopefully we learn which branches are best to grab hold of. I'm sure there are plenty of baby monkeys and young monkeys that grab hold of branches that can't support their weight and end up toppling a little bit. And we're going to do that as well. But Cypress stops that stagnation. Because what will happen is if you're not growing, if you're not evolving, and I've, I feel like I've been saying this a lot over the last few weeks, it must just be something stuck in my head at the moment, but when we're not growing, we're decaying. You can't stand still. Nothing in nature stands still. Even the rocks are either slowly growing somehow or slowly being diminished, just at a much slower rate than humans and animals and plants and so on. The landscape is changing over time. The planet changes over time. The universe changes over time. Everything is moving. And so Cyprus just allows you to feel okay with that, to embrace that, to kind of jump in the river and enjoy the ride rather than sit there and try and swim upstream. So it's a really good one just to trust the process. So when you do find yourself in this winter where you're not knowing what to do and you're beating yourself up, that you're not being as progressive or successful or you're not blossoming and blooming right now, Trust that. Be still. Cyprus does bring a great sense of peace as well. Peace in the process. So peace in the process of when things are changing and peace when it seems that things are stagnant and you're not sure what's next. You see, the difference is, and what Cyprus supports you in, is the difference between, okay, things aren't moving right now and I'm just going to rest and I don't want things to change, so I'm going to hold on tight. And that second option is what Cyprus would want to warn you against. It's about that trust. If trust is a hard thing for you, then Cyprus is great and so is geranium. Geranium opens our heart to trust people, to trust ourselves, and to trust the process of life that everything is unfolding exactly how it should. So Cyprus is another beautiful one to pop in that diffuser, afternoon or night. There's no reason why you can't put the evergreens in your diffuser in the morning if you just need that support from the moment you wake up. But I really like it in the afternoon for me personally. Cypress also helps with all the fluids in your body. This can be sweat. This can be um, menstrual flow. It can be urination. It can be lymphatic. Um, it can be blood flow. Are there any other liquids? Whatever other liquids. If there is stagnation, if there's water retention, then... This is a really great oil to massage in topically into that area. Normally you massage lightly towards the way that you want the fluid to go. The other thing is, I remember way back in one of my very, very early experiences with doTERRA, one of our very first early customers had lost a child, had a stillborn child. And so what had happened is her friend wanted to support her and 
and had read and understood that Cyprus allows us to feel comfortable with death and to, to allow ourselves to let go of any pain. And this woman hadn't been able to cry about it. She'd had to put on a brave face, or she felt she had to put on a brave face. And it was just by putting Cyprus in the diffuser. For Within about 20 minutes, the woman started to shed tears for the first time for her unborn, or for the baby that had died. So it's a beautiful one to, again, just allow us to release. And we know when we hold on to emotions, it, it gets stuck and stagnant within us, and it doesn't go away. And then when we cry, it all comes out. It flows. So really think of Cyprus as allowing the flow, being okay with the flow, going with the flow, surrendering in that way. If you tend to be a bit of a controller, you may also want to reach for wintergreen. Wintergreen's an amazing essential oil to really lean into and to um, help you to... It, it, wintergreen is used to help our muscles relax, to let go of that tension, and it helps our mind to also just relax and let go. Not to, this is not about when we say surrender, it's not about giving up or going, oh, well, we just, let's just see what happens. It's about steering your boat, but steering your boat downstream rather than upstream. Does that make sense? Going with what happens, but navigating your way with what feels in alignment with you. And Cypress will really help you with that. Add some geranium or mix it with geranium to trust and add some wintergreen or mix it with wintergreen if you just need to kind of stop trying to control things, if you're a bit of a control freak. The next oil I wanted to share with you comes from an evergreen, comes from a conifer, but not from the wood or the leaves as I was talking about before, but actually from the berries. And that is juniper berry. Now you can actually get juniper leaf essential oil, and I think you can get juniper wood essential oil as well. I definitely know there's a leaf. I've seen that around before. I haven't really got much experience about that. But let's talk about the juniper tree overall. And these branches, with the berries on them, have been burnt for a long, long time as a cleanser. So even back in Babylonian times, there's a goddess called Inanna, and her priestesses would burn these branches to clear the temple space, to clear the unwanted energy. Now, it's really interesting. Because why they started doing this, maybe it was because of the fragrance. And they just enjoyed the fragrance that the leaves and the berries would give off. But you've probably heard me say before, and one thing that keeps on kind of blowing my mind, is what was done historically for mystical reasons is also done or also serves the body in parallel ways. And that's what science has found. Juniper berry is a really great detoxifier of the organs especially for the kidneys and the urinary um, system. If you've got any issues with that, having a bit of a drop or two of doTERRA's juniper berry and water, if you have it in sparkling water, it's like an alcoholic drink. It's quite fun in its taste, and I quite enjoy it. And so juniper berry is a really great one to help to cleanse away all the things that don't serve you. So when you are in a winter, of course, we want to keep the air nice and fresh and clear, but energetically, we also want to do that as well. And juniper berry really helps with that. The other interesting thing is, and where you can use juniper berry apart from diffusing it or in your water. So this is the only one so far that we've talked about which you can actually take internally from the doTERRA range. But one of its most amazing properties is when you take about three drops and you mix it with fractionated coconut oil or a lotion of some kind. Then and rub it on the soles of your feet. 
if you've got a child that's dealing with uh, night terrors, I'm pretty confident it will stop them altogether. But I've never had night terrors, or very, very rarely have I had night, scary nightmares or anything like that. But if I put Juniper Berry on my feet, I actually find that I dream more. And I love my dreams. My dreams are fascinating for me. And I'm not going to bore you with them because everyone finds their own dreams interesting, but not their, not anyone else's. But I really enjoy it. So let's have a look at what Juniper Berry is all about. So it's a fruit. So if you've got my book, Gifts of the Essential Oils, you'll see that we've divided the different oils into the different elements based on where the oil comes from on the plant or the tree. And anything that comes from a fruit is associated with fire, that transformational energy. And so all your citrus oils are in there, for example. Now, juniper, along with black pepper, aren't these kind of buoyant, uplifting, joyous, guiding you towards the light? They guide you towards the dark. Now, the dark isn't the evil. The dark is the unknown, the mysterious. And so my favorite thing that juniper's good for, and it's the premier oil I use for this, is fear. Think about when we're in a winter, when we're not, not much is happening, how scary it is that we don't, aren't able to trust. And so what happens is we can use juniper berry to, first of all, remove that fear. If that fear is stopping us from moving forward in our winter, we can also use it to cleanse away any energy around us. We can use it to allow us to drop in and listen, not just to our intellectual mind, because sometimes in a winter, the monkey mind kicks in and starts worrying about, oh, what about this? What about this? What about that? All those different types of things. But as the monkey mind shuts down, as the intellectual mind quietens, then the other, the subconscious, the intuition, all get a chance to speak. And so our dreams are often believed to be messages from our subconscious or our, our mind trying to make sense of things now that it's got a chance, while the intellectual mind isn't tick, 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 ticking throughout the day. The other cool thing about juniper berry is it is actually a really great third eye chakra oil. So I love to lean into this one when I'm doing any of my tarot readings. It's a really great one for helping you to tune into your intuition and get that guidance. And so, you know, I'll be there on Zoom doing my reading for wherever this person is around the world. If you're interested in reading, drop me a line. I've got some gaps in July. Um, and while I'm doing that, I'm drinking the juniper berry to help with my intuition, but it's also removing those unwanted energies from my organs because think about if you're an empath or even if you are a reader, what we do is our strong point is to be able to tune in to energies that aren't our own whether they be guiding forces that are helping to guide the reading or tuning into the person we're actually reading for. What we want to do is we want to be a conduit. We want to bring that in and we want to pass that out. But the challenge with empaths, that's their superpower, but the challenge is what they do is it all comes in and then there's no plug at the bottom, so it gets stuck. And Juniper Berry acts as a conduit to make sure it comes in and it goes out. And you can pair it with lemongrass for a bit more clarity and cleansing as well. They're a really great duo in the diffuser. So where is juniper berry going to help us with this winter, this winter theme that we're kind of diving into today? It's going to help you to trust you that there is nothing to fear. Don't worry about what's happening right now, but feel comfortable to go into the unknown. 
to go into the darkness, to go into the scary, because that is where the growth is. Because if you keep looking at what you know, then that's just what you know. You're doing the same odd thing. Juniper Rarey's like, ah, come on, let's go into the mysterious, let's go into the unknown, let's go into the, you know, the the repressed, the hidden, the ignored, the postponed, the procrastination, and let's just face it. It's a fire element. It's about action. It's about vitality. It's about, it's okay. What would happen? And, and one thing that, sometimes when I'm talking about an oil, it's like they kind of stand behind me and then throw ideas, lob ideas into my head. And Jennifer Berry just wants to remind some people that what happens if you were still and if you embraced the winter rather than resisted it? What happens if you did nothing? What happens if you allowed yourself to be still? Allowed yourself to be silent? Allowed yourself to be alone? What thoughts would bubble up? Would there be positive thoughts? Or are there some negative ones that maybe need to be kind of pushed aside first? Or dealt with? Probably not pushed aside, dealt with. Faced and loved. I was listening to my, one of my Ajahn Brahm, who's the head of the Buddhist Society of Western Australia. Check him out. He's got his own um, podcast. It's really, really great. Um, and Friday night talks are amazing. I try and get to them whenever I can. And it's talking about how, you know, we tend to hate parts of ourselves. And when we hate something, there's a resistance to it. It's like, what if you just gave it a big hug? And go, I've got some bad memories about an ex some bitter feelings and that's okay it brings in that ease and juniper berry will kind of go hey let's just look at it and embrace it and you know when you love it and embrace it and just go that's what it is and that's okay and i'm okay with it then there's not that resistance and that struggle anymore and so juniper berry encourages us to really dive into the winters to take advantage of the silence to take advantage of taking stock and to love that process. So it can be a really powerful one to help us during this time. So there's four of our essential oils that I wanted to look at. We're going to take a short break and then we're going to dive back. And I hope you're enjoying this one today. Um, I am. I'm just kind of, yeah, having a ball talking about these. I really have a strong passion for the colorful oils. So I hope that that's kind of translating in one way or another. But you... My friends, you're listening to The Blessed Journey, and my name's Adam Barrelay. Back in a moment. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barrelay. Today we're exploring this idea of winters, that we go through winters not only in the seasons outside, but winters in our lives. These times when we kind of are stopping, pausing, taking stock, and we just don't have that motivation to blossom or bloom anymore. And we're referring to different essential oils from the evergreen family, so the big conifer family trees that are gifted their oils from the wood, the leaves, and of course from the berries in the case of juniper berry, and how they were originally given a challenge by the creator to stay awake for seven days and seven nights. They did that, and so they've been given this kind of protective um, role and as trees to humanity and to the animals were in those harsh winter times but then their oils which are the soul of those plants and trees or big trees in this case are very much embodied that as well so we've already looked at douglas fir essential oil um, and now i want to look into another one we're going to go and go a little bit more east into siberia 
and of course Siberian fir. This tree is very much, um, you know, spends a lot of its time covered in snow and that's going to be a really interesting aspect of its medicine. But I want to share with you another story now and this is the story of all firs and all pines. And you may have heard of the god Pan. He was the god of nature. He was a satyr, so he had the legs of a horse or a goat and sometimes the big ears as well and the rest of the body and the torso and the head of a man. Anyway, so basically the god Pan fell in love with a nymph called Pity. And I hope I'm pronouncing it right, but it's P-I-T-Y. Um, however, Boreas, the god of the north wind, was also attracted to Pity. And there was a bit of a kind of duel on who could get Pity. And in the end, Pity chose Pan over Boreas. And the wind god felt so insulted that he blew her into a gorge. And there, Pan found her lifeless body lying in the gorge and turned her into his sacred tree, the fir. And some, so often in ancient Greek times, the fir trees and the pine trees were referred to as pities, as referred to as this nymph. Um, and ever since, um, ever t- every time the north wind blows, the nymph cries and her tears are the droplets of sap that leak from her cones that are found in the autumn. So again, you've got this kind of acceptance the north wind is very a cold wind, if you think about the northern hemisphere, obviously, and so it's that kind of bringing in that sadness as well. So Siberian fir is basically found in the cold boreal landscapes of Siberia, Mongolia, Turkestan, um, and northern China as well. Um, very shade tolerant, frost resistant, very hardy, and deals with temperatures as low as minus 50 degrees. That's minus 58 Fahrenheit, making it one of the hardiest trees known to on earth. So this honorable quality is obviously passed on to the essential oil, which is steam distilled from those evergreen needles. Now I, again, have a really strong attachment to the Siberian fir. It was released one year at doTERRA's global convention, their world convention in the United States, and then I hopped on a cruise around Alaska with my brand new Siberian essential, Siberian fir essential oil, which I would have in the diffuser as we were kind of going around all these glaciers and these icy lands, and it really kind of captured the magic of that. So I want you to think about this essence of snow, because that obviously, and, and that coldness, that really comes in with that connection that Siberian fur has to snow. So think about snow for a second. It plays two roles. It falls on the landscape. Actually, probably three roles. It falls on the landscape, first of all. And what you'll find, is this is why we watch nature documentaries and all the bears are trying to fatten up, is those that aren't able to fatten up or strengthen themselves or have reserves, what happens to them in the coldness of winter when the snow falls? They perish. So almost think about snow as being like white light falling over the land and cleansing away all that needs to die. And that, then we fall into this state of silence. Snow, you know, the snow seems to be a very quiet time. Not too many birds singing. Not too much happening. No water running. And then, slowly, as the weather warms again, Siberian fur and that snow starts to melt and brings new life again. So again, you have this other great oil, which allows us to trust the process and to feel okay in those cold depths. Siberian fir is also a really great oil to support you in releasing and healing any unbeneficial aspects that have been passed on from generation to generation. 
So this may be energetics or simply just habits that you've learned from your family. So for example, your family may, like your parents, may believe that those with too much money are selfish or obtain that money through ill intention. And so that attitude is going to reside in your psyche, creating ongoing challenges for you with your personal abundance and finances as well. So as you inhale the refreshing aroma of Siberian fur, you can start to create, like that snow comes in, freeze off the old, the unbeneficial, and then give life to new thought patterns and behaviors, breaking yourself away from the shackles of the past that you have unconsciously adopted. So that silence that the snow brings and the Siberian fur brings in is that realization like, okay, what do I need to know? What do I need to acknowledge as well? The other beautiful thing is obviously Siberian fur reaches upwards into the heavens and extends deep into the heart of Mother Earth, like all the conifers do. So when you need that solid anchoring, you can turn to the Siberian fur in the harshness, in that, you know, the cold times of winter, just as Siberian fur does. It really helps you to stand tall and strong, like its tree. Basically, here's a reminder that in stillness, you find the answers. That in the music of silence, your perspective shifts by divine grace. So a lot of people don't take a second to check in with themselves. And in some of my personal uh, health consults that I've been doing with my clients this week, we've been discussing this idea of pausing in the morning and deciding what to put in your diffuser. Now that may seem like a really, really simple thing to consider. But a lot of people don't. Because when we decide what we are going to put in our diffuser in the morning, or maybe at the end of today you'll be like, okay, what am I putting in my diffuser this afternoon? Which evergreen or conifer tree am I going to pop in there? What you do is you think, what do I need? And did you know that the majority of people don't take time to do that? on a daily or regular basis. They're just autopiloting and reacting to whatever's around. And even that they're feeling unsettled and things aren't right within them and they don't stop and pause and check in. So when you're going through your winter, leaning into Siberian fur is just like, just stop and check in and listen. Listen really carefully in the snow. Listen in that frost. And so Siberian fur can be a really beautiful one to lean into in that way. This is actually an oil that um, is great for diffusion. It is great uh, as a massage oil. So a really great one to incorporate. It really gives muscle relief. And it does actually have some benefits when taken internally. Now, it's very rare that any of the evergreens can be taken internally. But Siberian fir by doTERRA, you've got to remember that not all oils are created the same, doTERRA's one, can be taken internally. Now you might, I don't quite know what you cook with it or flavor it with, but I will have three drops in a veggie cap from time to time just to bring in its beautiful chemistry because I like to have different things in my veggie caps each day to bless myself with that different chemistry to make sure that I'm getting all those different things. So that's our Siberian fir. Now going on to another grand tree, we're going on to cedarwood. To be honest with you, the essential oil in the tree that most of us have come to know as cedarwood it's not actually a cedar. It's actually part of the juniper family. It's a juniper tree. And when you look at its Latin name, it'll be Juniperus virginiana, I think it is. Um, yes, it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> doubted myself for a second. But you can get true cedars 
you know, there's one called an Atlas cedar, which has a very similar aroma, um, and it's of the Cedrus family, which is a Latin name for cedars. So there are out there, but still, you know, they didn't have the um, classifications in the old times when they started to name trees, and that's why you'll sometimes find that trees are given the incorrect family in that way. So we're going to talk about Juniperus uh, virginiana, and that is commonly known as cedarwood. So one of the stories that I only learned more recently than some of the other stories I've heard, I found really quite comforting. Um, it was about that once the creator was creating the earth and he went and obviously he had some very delicate and infinite plans and he put it all together. And then after he'd finished creating the earth and humans and everything like that, he wondered, what should I do with my plans, with my manuscript, with my blueprint? Of this earth and the plan for how everything will unfold and so he decided to place those blueprints within a cedar tree and from that time cedar trees have always represented certainty and i think this for me is so important in uncertain times such as a winter and maybe probably for the longest for the first time in a long long time the entire globe went through a two-year winter of the pandemic. And one of the biggest things that went, we all experienced during that time was uncertainty. You know, I know people that thought that we wouldn't be getting on aeroplanes in Australia till 2024, that thought that we were going to have absolutely no food in the supermarket, not just limited food, but no food. There was, you know... That, that people came up with, we just didn't know. And I must admit, I maybe I leaned in the cedar and I just thought, we don't know, but we're just going to sit here and we're going to see what happens. But cedarwood really helps to ground you. It's a base chakra essential oil in that stability. Because remember that our base chakra is very much about, do I feel safe? Do I feel secure? Can I feed myself? Do I have shelter? Am I warm? Are my loved ones okay? And that's exactly what cedarwood brings in. Now, if you think about this, wood gives us this essential oil. And within the trunk of the tree, where we get the oil from, is where the creator places his blueprint. So when we're working with cedar, we're basically aligning ourselves and connecting with the blueprint of the plan. Now, I want you to imagine that you ring me, ring, 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 and I'm the creator, and you're like, hi, creator, I have no idea what, why I'm going through this challenging time right now. And the creator went, hold on, just let me check. Ah, no, no, don't worry, it's all part of the plan. Hang with it, you'll be fine. Catch you later, bye. And hangs up on you. <laughs> but at least the creator just said, oh no, this is all meant to be happening. There's that certainty. Lean into Cedarwood to know that whatever is happening is all part of the greater plan. Again, geranium really helps us trust. Turmeric is a really great one to bring in with cedarwood as well. Turmeric really helps us to ground into the goodness of what's happening and to look at the positives even in the winters in that way. Remember also cedarwood has also been associated with communities. The trees and the lumber was used to build where communities would gather in halls or churches. And it's also connected to the summer solstice. So really, 
cedar is a bad winter oil in some ways because it also has a strong connection to the summer solstice which is the furthest peak away from our winter obviously now although that being a bad link it's nice to bring a bit of sunshine into your winter isn't it that's why we don't just put the air conditioner on in winter we put the heater on to bring a bit of warmth in and so cedar wood you can lean into as that warmth as that heat and maybe it's also a reminder of the importance of community and to lean into other people now we talked about black spruce and if you're feeling lonely and you maybe need to lean into your spiritual communities your spiritual team but maybe with cedar wood that groundedness is like what have you got here on the on the mundane on the real on the physical realm that you can lean into where's your community because you're probably not the only person going through what you're going through right now even if your partner or your family or your friends or the people around you aren't going through what you're going through, there'll be other people. And it's not about misery seeks company. It's just realizing that we're not alone, that we belong in many different communities of very different shapes and sizes and demographics. And Cedarwood can help you to lean into that, to reach out. It helps with social anxiety. So if you're feeling nervous to actually get out there and go, I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to shine like that solar attribute, and to know that it's all part of the plan. So cedarwood's a really beautiful one to lean into in the winter to bring in that strength, that certainty, and that summer essence as well. Next, we're going to explore a tree known as arborvitae, and that translates to mean tree of life. Now, sometimes this is referred to as the western red cedar, but actually this is a cypress tree. What makes this different from the cypress we were talking about before is that cypress gives us oil from the leaves, and there are several different species that do that, whereas arborvitae gives it from the heartwood. And there's a really interesting story that was shared by a Canadian First Nations chief by the name of Frank Malloway. And he explained that once upon a time, there was a kind and generous man who helped those in need. And when they were hungry, he fed them. And when they were cold, he gave them happiness. And the creator witnesses and said, This man is a good person. When he dies and where he is buried, an arborvitae tree will grow. And from this tree, the people will use the wood to build their homes and their canoes. From the roots, they will make their baskets. From the bark, they can make clothing and rope and twine. And from the boughs, they shall brush away sickness and sadness to the people the creator gave this tree in honor of this man who was kind and generous the arborvitae takes its place to look after us um, and although um, this happened many thousands and thousands of years ago today the arborvitae still is used by first nations people as the creator intended it can be used in hydro and telephone poles. So when you drive down highways in these areas, those poles are standing along the road, holding those wires, so that people can still receive help from the arborvitae trees, even though it's evolved. It carries electricity to your home to keep you warm and cook your food. If you're not warm and you or fed, then you become sad, and there the arborvitae tree can wipe away your sadness as well. This oil that is so thick in the heartwood and that repels all insects and rot is steam distilled out of the wood 
and it's actually again they don't go chop doTERRA doesn't go to chopping down trees there is a regulated lumber industry in canada and trees are grown for this purpose and then they cut their planks and wood and whatever they need for the lumber industry and then the sawdust and doTERRA takes that and steam distills that so something that would just be kind of discarded before is now used to gift us this beautiful essential oil so again we have this story of support help and you know supporting us when we are feeling weak or when we don't have um you know when we need that strength arborvitae is really good as a shielding oil to shield away things that would distract you or that would eat at you so if things are dragging you down and you feel like you're spiraling down and down and down in the winter lean into arborvitae I spoke last week about arborvitae, so great for bots, uh, for sorry, um, for not Botswana agate. That's the crystal that goes with it um, during Mercury retrograde, and also we're now in our Saturn retrograde, where things are slowing down, where our self control and self discipline are waning. So, arborvitae really helps with that. Now, there's nothing worse than also missing out. Am I right? But when we choose to spend time with others. We're actually missing out on contemplative time alone. So think about this winter, summer. Sometimes we just want to be by ourselves and that's okay. But we're like, oh, missing out. So too much alone time, though, means you miss out on expansive social connections. So is it a bit of a damned if you do and damned if you don't? Well, not at all. Both can be fulfilling. And finding your own balance between social time, your summers, and quiet time your winters is ideal. However, if you feel yourself scared to say no, scared to slip into that winter because you don't want to miss out on anything, if the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence for you, then it's time for you to water your own lawn. It's time to find the joy in having time to rest, recenter, and think for yourself, by yourself. And so Arborvitae is a great oil to give you strength and support to say no to people, habits or invitations that do not serve your highest good. Just as I said before, the First Nations people who lived with Arborvitae used the boughs to brush away sadness. If you feel sad, perceiving that you're missing out, Arborvitae says, no, it's all okay. So you've probably heard of FOMO, fear of missing out. What Arborvitae brings in is JOMO, the joy of missing out. So it really helps you to feel comfortable and supported in that way. So there's our seven essential oils that I said we'd talk about. And as you know, as I'm talking, others are kind of pushing their way and going, what about me? What about me? Um, so we might actually go and dive into them at a later date. Maybe next week, maybe later. But we do have this winter solstice coming up and it's quite a relevant one i'd love to hear your feedback thank you so much to those that shoot me an email or send me a message on instagram or facebook would you like to know about some of the lesser known um evergreen trees and how we can also lean into them is there one that's kind of lean that stood out to you that you really want to lean into as well the other beautiful thing is if you can't choose one doTERRA has a beautiful blend called Northern Escape and occasionally brings out other ones like uh, Midnight Forest, which brings uh, many of these different conifer evergreen trees together and you can kind of have a whole cacophony of them. But, you know, 
All these can be used in different ways. Cedar and arborvitae are great on the feet. The wood oils especially are really great on the skin, adding a drop to your moisturizer at night and mixing it in. To ground yourself during the day, arborvitae in your belly button. Cedar is really great. Um, it helps to promote GABA levels. And GABA is a neurotransmitter or hormone, which I call anti-adrenaline. So whereas adrenaline hypes us up, GABA settles us down. And if we don't settle down, obviously, you know, that's a problem. And in our winters, it's okay to settle down and to feel okay with that. So there are so many more I could talk about. There is like, you know, all the other ones that started pushing their way in were um, birch and balsam fir and nutka and hinoki and even laurel, which is not really in the evergreen family, but kind of often comes into Greek mythology as well that doesn't lose its leaves. We could even look at the eucalyptuses. So shall we do another one? Let me know. Until next week, if you're in a winter, take care. If you're not, you now have all the tools you need, gifted from Mother Earth and the grand trees that pass the test of the Creator to support you when you are. Thank you so much for joining me on the Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so that you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram, as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.